Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. You, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. I started to say something, then you... Uh, I thought you were going to interrupt. But I didn't. No, it was just didn't. a face. It was. it was like my I'm going to say something face. Yep. And, uh, yeah. I'm wearing green today uh, in honor of the arrow. Oh, is that why? That is why. It looks like a new shirt. It is a brand new it shirt. Looks, uh, it, looks, it looks good. It's pretty uh, pretty comfy. The thing is, like, I buy shirts, but I don't <laughs> buy them, like, very often. Yeah. And so whenever I do, it's, like, a bunch of them all at once. It's just a wardrobe refresh. Yeah, it's just, like, it's just you hit the reset button on your style. Do you throw everything else out? Um, no, usually, like, it graduates to, like, the comfy clothes. Or are you wearing them till they're just, like, in tatters and threads? No, that's not what happens. But they do, like, they do visibly look, like, more worn out than my other things. But you wouldn't know unless it was, like, next to my new charcoal shirts. Have, usually it's the color. Have though. you ever known someone who, like, no matter how new the shirt is, it looks like it's been worn for, like, ten years? Oh, dude, of course. When they wear, I'm like, what do they do to it? Like, is there is their washing machine just a bunch of rocks <laughs> yeah, rubbing everything they just together? Put gravel in their dryer? Maybe I don't know. By the way, I fixed my dryer the other day. It was amazing. That's a sign that you're a true man. Yeah. Well, like I literally like tore it apart and uh, and found the problem, put it all back together, and and it was better. Like Tim Allen on Home Improvement. I felt like Tim what Allen. What was his sidekick's name? Al something. Oh, what was his name? But he wore the flannel all the time. Yep. And he had the beard. We'll figure it out. All right. Arrow. <laughs> About Arrow. This was an epic episode of Arrow. Um, and I will say that I was amped, just straight amped for this episode before it even started. Because uh, earlier today, uh, Mark Guggenheim, yeah, uh, one of the showrunners. Ended up tweeting a picture that had nothing to do with this episode. Right. He tweeted a picture of uh, Laurel as Black Canary. We should show it to the camera. We should show it to the camera. Hang on a second. Let me, let me uh, oh gosh. For you audio oh listeners, John is finding the picture on his phone. You put me gonna, on the spot, Chris. I'm going to narrate what's happening. Find the picture on his phone. He's uh, getting up out of his chair. He's, he's showing it to the camera now. It's uh, reflecting off the screen. There we go. There's the epic picture of Laurel as Black Canary. You should put that in the uh, in the show notes on stayontargetpodcast.com. Oh, the photo. Yes, the okay, photo. Okay, I thought you meant the description. No. Of, <laughs> of me doing this, yes. typed out. And John is now standing up. and It'll be like one of those detective logs or whatever. Speaking of detectives, <laughs> Detective, Detective Lance, uh, this episode still doesn't know that Sarah is dead. What is this about? How long are we going to let this go, Chris? By the way, his name was Al Borland. That's right, because he was boring. Yes. That's funny. So you're like Al Borland. Yeah. Who's basically a cross between Bob Vila and uh, whatever that other fix-it-upper <laughs> guy's name is. Dude, Bob Vila. Bob, Bob Vila, and who, what's the other guy who's like famous? Uh, uh, Billy Mays. Sure. Did he fix things? <laughs> no, he didn't. He sold oxy. Uh, All right. Oxy. Uh, OxyClean. That's what it is. <laughs> not not oxycotton. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Where have we gone? Okay. Back to the arrow. Yeah. Detective Lance has no idea that that uh, Sarah's dead, and no one's even like even thinking like, oh, maybe we should tell him. No, uh, dude, no. It's not even like in their minds. Well, like even even like Laurel. Up until this point, every time she's like talked to her dad or whatever, yeah. it's like it's, there's this underlying uh, guilt of yes. not telling him. Yes. But it's like this episode, we threw away all of that guilt. She's not guilty about it anymore. She is a hardened uh, a person at this point. So here's the other thing. 
tonight when Roy was like, I'm going to turn myself in. My thing is, to who? No one knows that Sarah's dead. I killed Sarah Lance. No, Sarah Lance has been dead for yeah, years. Exactly. What are you going to say? Like, I mean, there was a lot of emotions flowing around this episode. I'm going to turn myself in, guys. <laughs> Things like that, like where it's like, it's just, that's an emotional response to the situation. I'm going and to. Just like Diggle. Diggle had an emotional response. This is something I love about Diggle's character in this episode in particular, was because a lot of times Diggle is the voice of reason. Yeah. Diggle is the guy that doesn't fly off the handle. He's the guy with the level head all the time. But this time, he was the guy that kind of flew off the handle and was like, nah, we should just leave Roy. We should just let him, yeah. let him be. And I know they do that to introduce conflict, but I didn't necessarily like um, like that response from Diggle. Yeah. And then I didn't like the easy resolution like of that um, that Oliver never thought Roy had actually killed her. He all he thought, oh, I, I thought it, it might been this might have been this person. I just wanted you to remember it, the cop. You know, like that explanation is weak. And you know, it's but, just like you. I mean, we teased a huge reveal last week, and then we're just gonna like, oh, it was the cop that he killed, and randomly. Yeah, but I don't know. Like that part of it, the whole like, hey, maybe he didn't. I don't know that Oliver necessarily was saying that he didn't kill her because he still has those memories. But he was suspecting uh, that that he by remembering this stuff, there was a lot of stuff that's going to get muddled in there, and we'll we'll figure out maybe if he actually might have. I don't know if we've really answered think, that I question. Think, yet. I think they have. I think they've they've completely ruled it out now. Hmm. Interesting. But do you think Laurel has? No, they haven't told. That was the yeah. other thing too. Okay, Laurel's so, gonna come after Roy hard. Yeah, she said, "I'm train me to find my sister." Did she say find my sister's killer? To to uh, I don't know. Avenge my sister's death. Avenge my sister's death. That's what it was. I don't know. And, up uh, until this point, he didn't she, know he, she had a sister. Probably no, no, he did because she said uh, my sister. That's why what the reason was. I'm you know as he said because you're fighting your sister's killer. That from last episode, remember? <laughs> yes, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so like I think she's gonna come after Roy, which is gonna be nuts, dude. If she comes after Roy. I mean, she can't. She's going to go up against the Team Arrow. Dude, I don't know if she's like, here is my theory. I'm going to lay this out there. I think she's going to go covert about it. Yeah. And uh, is going to try to kill him without anybody else knowing or try to orchestrate something eventually. And uh, and and that whole thing. So, I don't I, know. I don't, like, this is the thing, you know, like, Oliver has, you know, like, I think um, kind of nostalgic feelings, you know, for Laurel and she's his friend and yeah. all this kind of stuff. But you can't trust her worth a hoot. Right. You've never been able to. Even right. her own father doesn't trust her. Right. And I don't I don't like this continued like just deception on her part. It's just kind of like just stop being friends at this point. Like, yeah, you know, she's going to try to kill your sidekick. She doesn't trust you to make the right decision. Yeah. Ever. Well, and Oliver has a humongous, and I actually tweeted this out during the episode, Oliver has a huge blind spot whenever it comes to, to Laurel. And I think the rest of the team sees it, but, uh, and, and they keep reminding him about it. But Oliver, I don't know when he's going to end up learning um, that he can't really trust her and he can't really keep putting that much faith in her. Um, it's nice whenever they do work together, though. Um, but that's been on the rare occasion. Like, There's maybe only one time I can think of well, that they like, you worked know, together. They work together on that level, you know, like they are actually like working together together. I think right. it was at the end of the last season. Right. Um, but like she's always continually like, providing them information. Like she, they did it this week. That's right. You know, like on different people and stuff like that. Information maybe Felicity can't get. Um, you yeah. know, I don't know. Like he uses her for that purpose 
for sure. Yeah. He just needs to stop trusting her altogether, though. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Um, so I loved Roy in this episode. Yeah. I have to say, like, this is the, like, this season in particular, Roy has continuously, like, just grown on me. Um, starting from episode one, whenever he did the backflip off the car uh, to stop that, the other car, to shoot the arrow at the truck or whatever yes. it was. But uh, from that moment, I was like, dude, Roy. And then now, uh, all the way up until this episode, I'm really glad we didn't cut him off. That would have been uh, really annoying choice for me because I just because I like the character a lot that's what I mean like I, I feel like it was kind of a cheap kind of like hey we should le- cut him off I don't know they kind of trying to tried to draw parallels between that and um, what was the guy's name oh uh, uh, Wildcats uh, Wildcats assistant yeah. or whatever his uh, name was assistant. just sidekick yeah there you go Wildcat sidekick you know but like they're, it's a completely different situation yeah. completely different team different yeah. person you know like and I do like I do like Roy's uh, or his thing and this may be giving away uh, one of my quotes from later, oh. whenever he says, I'm not you. He said, I'm not you, but I, I liked his plead then to Oliver. Yep. Don't, uh, what did don't he say? Don't abandon me. Yeah, don't abandon me. And he said, yep. never. Yep. Like, I mean, that was a great exchange. Oh man. That was like, that was the moment. And something about this episode that was interesting was they didn't have as many like one liners. They didn't have as many big quotes, Yeah. but then the, it all kind of built up to that one mm-hmm. that really sold the, sold the relationship. And it, it yeah. actually turned the climax of the, emotional storyline yeah. um, on one phrase. And that's always nice whenever you can tie that all together. Well, and I think that's where they wanted to build toward. That's where they wanted to get. I just think they could have gotten to that point in a cleaner, less convoluted way. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I mean, like I said, lots of, lots of emotions were flying around this time. And so, and it all happened like, okay, get like, correct me if I'm wrong. Did this all happen within the matter of like one night? I don't know. No, no, Be- no, no. It seemed like it did almost, especially the stuff with uh with the guy who took took uh Laurel captive and okay. Let, let's think. The best indication is okay. Start off and Laurel and Wildcat were fighting. Yep. They leave and go to dinner, mm-hmm. and they come back, mm-hmm. and that's Murder. when the dead people are there. Yes. <laughs> the zombies. Yes. The um, then. Then what happens? Because like later on, he gets arrested. Well, yeah, he, no, no, no. Yeah, because Oliver goes back to the Arrow Cave and is tracking Wildcat. Then he goes to to hunt down Wildcat at his hideout. Yeah, and uh, that's whenever the second dead body is there. Yeah, and then they go directly from there to Laurel to uh, to get the information about. Uh, no, they went and they confronted the guy the first time, right? No, because at their at their. Yes. Yeah, but, but they have to get the information from Laurel first. That's right. This all I guess you're right. Yeah, this it all, all happened in one night. Because by the time he gets released, then they get caught by the guy and yep. then Yeah, all so one night. It's a long night. Dude, it is a long night. And, and you're right, all the all the while Roy's supposed to be back at the uh, the cave getting sleeping. some rest and yep. he's just like chilling, walking around. In his PJs. Yeah, in his pajamas. <laughs> I just love and then somebody corrected me or somebody said it's because he doesn't want to like have the nightmares again and it's like, Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I just love the idea of him walking around at the arrow cave with Felicity just hanging out in his like PJs. Yeah. yeah just yeah. slumber party over there. <laughs> um I wanna see their bunk like do they have bunk beds? <laughs> him and him and uh, uh Oliver yeah. just over there. No, Oliver lives with Thea now, so that's true. Yeah. That's well before that though. He, yeah. No, they they totally were bunking, man. That's, that's another thing. We we had a there was a lack of of um, interaction between Oliver and Thea this week. Yep. We, we didn't had see no Malcolm Merlin. Nope, nope. We didn't see Ray Palmer. Nope. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that uh, that we've got to have happen in the next uh, next few episodes. I just or don't like I, what I don't want to happen to Ray Palmer is what they did with Isabel Rocheff last season, where she, like she, you, she came out of the gate, gate strong. Yeah. Um, she seemed like she was developing into a really cool character, kind of receded into the background for a few episodes, and then came back and was like, "Well, I'm I'm a bad guy, dead." Yeah, you know, I don't for want sure. that to happen to Ray. Yeah, you know, and it's like that kind of seems like kind of a throwaway thing to do with such great characters. And Actors. Isabel, it might actually be uh, something where um, she might have had like another another commitment. Yeah, you know, it's and then so I don't think he really has anything else going on right now. Uh, he's not like dedicated to different movies or any other shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen some promotional. Uh, pictures, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe even just some handheld stuff from from Paul Blackthorne's Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, where he has posted like cool stuff that happens with Ray mm-hmm. in the future. And so, like, I'm super excited for some things mm-hmm. that he's teased uh, mm-hmm. via those photos, those set photos. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as far as like the Malcolm thing goes, it's like, I mean, wouldn't he? I guess that he wouldn't have had anything to do with this episode, and Thea wouldn't have either, really. Um, this was all like just an internal arrow affair with, uh, with wildcat. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's really interesting that there was a vigilante before, uh, Oliver in the city. Uh, yeah. That was kind of, uh, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Uh, it was, it seemed like, you know, cause like we just kind of, you know, looking back to the first season, they kind of seemed like, well, this is a new thing. Right. They didn't say, because otherwise wouldn't they think it was the same vigilante as last time? Or, just a different, just different weapons. I mean, he was dealing with the top, like the top, the city leaders in season one, um, whereas Wildcat was dealing with kind of like the the drug lords and the those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of two different types of criminals, um, and one of them would have garnered more press. Mm-hmm. I will give them that, but uh, it is interesting to that that we haven't heard about this mm-hmm. until now from anybody from from any street level thugs or anything. Um, but it does explain why so many like bad guys are like theatrical or like are, are very much, um, super villain esque, mm-hmm. uh, in the city. That is not just Oliver, that that was a, a, a preexisting condition, uh, to, to the bad guys of the city. Um, so it was interesting whenever we were talking about like Roy and him killing uh, someone and not really being in control of that whole situation. I just remember like whenever we had that whole discussion about how oh, we should turn him in or we should cut him loose or whatever. And it's like, no, in season one, Oliver killed so many people. Yeah. And it's like, and he didn't face any consequences for this, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he turned his mind around and changed his mind from, from killing these, these people. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It, I, I don't know what the difference was. And I think that maybe team arrow is uh too far reserved from their roots mm-hmm. uh, because their roots are very bloody and their roots are very uh, revenge oriented almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's interesting to see how far we've come. Whereas last year we were dealing with the whole, should I kill? Should I not? And then this season it's like, no, you absolutely shouldn't. But not only should you not, you're holding other people to a standard that you didn't used to hold yourself to. Right. You know? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, um, to be sure. Yeah. You like, okay, we're classifying, um, this guy is evil because he killed one man and you've killed how many? Yeah. And you know, at least like 15 in the first episode of Arrow. Right. Um, and it's interesting. Like Diggle was never okay with Oliver killing people, Yeah. but, uh, they, like he never made him stand trial mm-hmm. for what he did or, uh, or anything like that. So yeah. So Just uh, losing sight of the roots of where they came from. So I, I'm looking at, um, I was always thinking for some reason that, um, the flash, uh, Crossover? Error or crossover was on the sixth episode. It's on the eighth episode of Flash. Right. 
we have next week um, Arrow uh, is going to be airing, and then the week of, of Thanksgiving it is not. The week of Thanksgiving, uh, however, Flash is. Yeah. And then we have the, uh, the crossover. The Flash, yeah, the crossover. So is that like mid-season finale time? or no. that's Mid-season finale time is not until episode 12. Gotcha. So, so that's well before... So that's interesting. It's nice this season to see them on big strings of episodes versus um, because like last season, I felt like we had a week on and a week off, a week on and a week off, that sort of thing. But it's nice to have them all strung together so you can kind of put them into uh, story arcs. We could could get to that point. Like we've we've already skipping. We skipped last week with Flash and we're skipping this week. I guess what makes it better, though, is that they have the two shows now. So it's not like we Mm -hmm. go a week without either one of them. Right. And it's in universe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, That it feels like it's it's less breaks. I could see that start happening toward the end of the season, though, if they – if they can't, you know, keep their production schedule on. Uh... Yeah. And that's what happened like last year. And, and even to the point where like Stephen Amell, like commented about it. He's like, I have no control over that. He's like, a lot of us don't either. He's like, some of it's the visual effects crews and things like that, that they just don't have time or, or whatever. So, uh, or scheduling as far as lots go. Um, yeah. so it's a lot of like the production production madness of a show like this. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that we really wanted to bring up arsenal? We, uh, we, we have, a name. have renamed, uh, Roy as Arsenal, which well, is nice. I, I think that's what he's always been billed as. Right. Um, but we've never officially said it on the show. I never really made it a plot point either. Cause like, yeah. you know, it's like obvious that the arrow is the arrow. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, but it would never was obvious of he was Arsenal. So. Do you think Wildcat and, uh, Laurel team up? So it's Wildcat Cat and Black Canary kind of team up as a team. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause even, even to that point, it, uh, Oliver is always kind of, uh, in the comics and things like that has, has butted heads a little bit with wildcat sometimes. And, uh, and Canary has kind of been in that flux as well, where like they'll butt heads with each other and she'll butt heads with, you know, uh, wildcat and then him as well. So like, there's a lot of things that, that, uh, they're playing towards here. And I really like where that character is going. I don't know, man. I like, I'm excited. This was the first episode where I can really see Laurel as, uh, a vigilante. Almost. She's got the attitude now, and she's definitely got you know had the training, and her, even the um, Katie Cassidy as the actress. You know, she's been in the gym buffing up. Like you can definitely tell, like she has you know a lot of lower abdomen muscles, and like she's bulking up in her arms and yeah. shoulders and stuff. And so like um, she's starting to look more the part, I guess. Honestly, she honestly kind of looks more the part than uh, than. Katie Lotz ever did right, and and but it's nice to uh, it's nice to see that development. And I guess I don't know how soon do you think she suits up? Do you think it's still like into the season? Because that's what I said at episode one. I said we won't see this until the end of the season. I honestly think that um, we and I could be wrong because we've got let's let's talk about the things coming down the pike. Okay, okay. we're gonna have a confrontation between Laurel and Roy. Where she's gonna try to kill him. We've also got a confrontation possibly coming between. Um, Is she Ro- suited up for that confrontation? Do you think? Yes, you think so? Yes. Okay. Um, we've got because like she made a big deal about wearing you know uh, Sarah's jacket and, and all that kind of stuff. Picking black over red. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we've got a confrontation between Ra Al Ghul, Ra's Al Ghul. And uh, Rachel Ghoul, however you want to say yeah. it. Um, and Arrow, um, for sure. Uh, we've also got possibly a confrontation between Thea and Arrow, Thea slash Malcolm and Arrow. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on, dude. This is what I think that the confrontation between Laurel and Roy will happen mid season. Okay. Again, I said that about um, Rachel Ghoul. R- yeah, like. Uh, 
in the League of Assassins. I'm not really sure. I think that that is tied, uh, whatever that is going to be, is going to be tied directly to the conflict with Thea and, and Merlin. Yeah. Um, I really think that that's, that's tied just so closely together, and those plot points are so closely knitted that um, whenever one happens, the other will definitely happen as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. And maybe like at that point, maybe like um, they make the whole uh, Laurel Roy thing a side note, and then they team up with their team and kind of get over the fact that she thinks Roy. But I mean, that's some, all, all it honestly takes, John, is him saying, hey, Roy didn't kill Sarah, so. Right. And, and then the conflict's over. Right. Which is interesting. It's a, you're right. That could be kind of a side story into something um, and segue into, hey, who is her real killer? Whatever. I don't know why he just doesn't go find Laura. Like, hey, by the way, we figured out the Roy. We really didn't kill Sarah. So stop being mad at him. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not sure if, again, it, they could possibly bring this back and, and he actually maybe did or like that's still a question in Oliver's mind, but Oliver just doesn't care because Oliver realizes I killed people. Mm-hmm. He killed people too. It doesn't matter, you know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's like they could bring that back up, but you're you were saying that it seems like they've closed the door on it. So yeah. I, I kind of agree that it sounds like they've closed the door. We also saw a tease for Cupid, whoever Cupid. this is. Yeah. Well, let's see how next episode. Like, it's like, are we not going to deal with any of these ongoing storylines next episode? Is this just going to be a standalone? Which is weird. You would think that they would have something like this around like uh, Valentine's Day or something. You like, would think that would be a cool like tie-in that to would the be, real world. Yeah, it would. Um, okay, so do you think that she killed Sarah? No, I don't think so. The uh, the arrows, her arrows looked vastly different well, than I mean, the ones can, they pulled out of her. You can switch out arrows. That's true. Maybe she was like just testing her bow, but I don't think so because... She knew her. Yeah, because... Uh, unless she's worked with her before. Maybe. I mean, unless she's... Where does she like learn to, to shoot the arrows? Is this something that she's a fan of the arrow or is this something like she was in the league of assassins? Who? Oh, the Cupid. Cupid? Yeah. Maybe she's an ex member of the league of assassins. That's possible. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's, there's some things there that maybe we can suspect her next week, but I really don't think that she did. I think that whoever did, it'll be a bigger deal than that. You know, what would be cool is if, you know, like, and this would be very Batman esque, you know, like whenever Oliver's not out, um, doing uh, arrow things, he's out like doing detective work, trying to find Sarah's killer. You know, like that would be cool as a side uh, story to this whole thing. Like that would be, I would love that. That would be really cool, dude. That'd be awesome to see him, uh, him, you know, going out on the streets and like trying to investigate and yeah, talking to low criminals and you know, like that's that's the one thing about about Arrow that um, is vastly different from Batman. Where Batman has this like uh, connection with the underworld, where he knows what what's going on and he knows who to talk to to find information. Right. Whereas Arrow is kind of like a very like above ground um, guy, in, in the in the you know he uses the police scanners and they use all this other kind of stuff. Like basically, something has to happen before he knows that it's happening. It's very you know? reactionary. Exactly. Um. It's interesting. One of my favorite Batman stories uh, is actually a story. I think it's in black and white, Batman black and white, where uh, he's actually in the coroner's office. Batman is, and he's doing this autopsy and stuff. And it's like, and you don't see that, that level of Batman very often, uh, mm. but to see him in that, that kind of detective, uh, almost CSI aspect, uh, it was, I think that that came out around like whenever CSI or whatever was going on. It's nice to see like that detective side of him uh, mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like arrow, it would be nice also 
to see him in a different kind yeah. of uh, position. But he's not really that person, I guess. No. You know, like that, well, that's not his background. Well, and Oliver kind of has all the subtlety of a uh, a sledgehammer. That's you know? true too. So I mean, whenever he goes in to, to talk to even the Russians or whatever that he has the the mob connections mm-hmm. with, he was very like threatening. Whenever yeah, he went in there. These, these are like people, his people or whatever, and uh, he's going in and uh, basically just throwing a bomb in the place. For sure, dude. For sure. Um, is that it? Do you have everything? Hoods up, hoods down? Hoods up. Hoods up. Hoods up for sure. Uh, here are some quotes from the episode. We have, uh, you okay? I'm not the one facing a lifetime in prison. And uh, then we have, who's the man behind the mask? Mm. And uh, I thought that that was a really nice line. It was just kind of one that happened in passing. But, uh, but I thought it was nice to, uh, to have that kind of uh, play out on multiple sides. Um, and he said, that's why I've been losing to you, Laurel. This whole thing is my, or lying to you. My losing? autocorrect. Autocorrect, Losing Chris. to you? He says, that's why I've been lying to you, Laurel. This whole thing is my fault. That's um, a stupid reason to lie. That is a very stupid like, reason to hey, lie. Hey, I know who it is. Yep. This guy is killing just, everybody. I know. I just, I know. Before he, anybody else dies. Now I'm going to tell you who this guy is. Or before we get taken captive at gunpoint. Yeah. Let me come clean. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, Oliver saying, I'm the one who brought Roy into this. And then Diggle says, and maybe it's time to cut him loose. Stupid Diggle. So like reactionary Diggle, you know, like, but he, then again, it's late at night. He hasn't had much sleep. There's a, a baby. He yeah, he's up at got home. a baby and he doesn't want like, cause like probably before Roy was like babysitting for him and stuff, you know? Yeah. He, he comes and works all night with Oliver. Okay. Goes home every, every day at like six in the morning. Yep. He okay. probably watches. The- Tries to fall asleep, you see. Yeah, okay. And his daughter wakes him up like two hours. He's getting two hours of sleep a night, John. He I- can't be. He can't be trusted to make the most rational decisions. So here's what we need with from Diggle, though. We need a mask for Diggle. Yeah, well, that I mean, dude he needs never, a mask. He's not really going out that much anymore. Like. But he is. He was sitting in the car. He's driving. <laughs> he was sitting in that car. It's <laughs> yeah. like, what, does Diggle just show up where all this arrow action happens? It's yeah. like, come on, give him a mask, please. That's true. Um, and then we have... Let him keep the leather jacket. Yeah, for that sure. That part's cool. For sure. Um, he said, I'm not you. And then, don't abandon me. Never. Yeah. That was a great exchange. And then we have, Ted, Ted your mistake wasn't cutting him loose it was not believing in him. Mm. That was a good, good moment as well. Yeah. Uh, then we have the last exchange, and this is the last one, uh, probably my favorite one, uh, between Oliver and Roy, where he says, he said I was just another weapon in your arsenal. And he says, well, maybe that's what we should call you then. Yep. Boom. All, All right. right, guys. You should follow us on Twitter. What's your Twitter, Chris? Chris Wright, 250. My Twitter is John Wright 777 The podcast is Stay on Target Pod. Stay on Target Pod. Uh, this week on the main podcast, we're talking about some movie stuff. We're talking about some game stuff. Make sure you check out the main podcast. Yep. We have Flash on Target. Uh, and you can find all of this at stayontargetpodcast.com. Yep. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Arrow on Target.